Welcome to The Author Show, where we feature new authors and books, from fiction to self-help and everything in between. You'll find it all at theauthorshow.com. That's theauthorshow.com. And now let the show begin. Hello and welcome back to the show. This is your host, Don McCauley. Today we're welcoming the program author Shanice M. Collins, and she is the author of Resilient on Purpose. Shanice, how are you? I'm doing great. Tell us a little bit about yourself, please. I am a coach, author, and speaker, and I predominantly work with women to overcome their fears and to ooze the right amount of confidence and create the best personal brand they ever can. So tell us about your book. Now, my book is about some tough subjects. We're talking about abandonment, infertility, job transformation, dealing with grief, dealing with the effects of dementia on the person who has it and the family members, and just being resilient on purpose and exercising your faith in God. So who did you write your book for specifically? Predominantly for women who are ages 35 to 60. Um, I fall within that category, and as a woman, I've experienced some things that a lot of women, I believe, have, and I believe they can relate to what they read in this book. So if you're struggling with any type of adversity or have faced health issues or things that I've mentioned before, this is definitely a read for you. Now, could you say there's any type of central message or perhaps underlying theme that you would say runs throughout your book? The underlying theme undoubtedly is hope. Oftentimes, things happen in life and, you know, they throw you a one-two punch, but you have to learn how to recover and get up off that mat and keep fighting and keep striving. So go through it, but don't get stuck in it. If you had to choose, what would you say is the single most important idea you're sharing in your book that's really going to add value to the reader's life? The most important idea is I'm not trying to negate in any way that people don't go through things. That's just a part of life. But how we react to those things and how we move past those things is what really makes us who we are and makes us successful in our lives. Now, if you could compare your book with any book out there we might already be familiar with, which book would it be and why? There's a book called Pieces from Broken Places by Iyana Van Zandt. And I would definitely say that we're writing in the same uh, vein, in the same type of experiences where you've had some tough times and it, it wasn't peaceful. It felt chaotic. It was painful. It felt like it was never going to get better. So similar to that, that's what you get in Resilient on Purpose. Why did you decide to write this book? I actually wrote this book from journaling. And the weird thing is I had no intentions of writing a book. I was actually journaling to get through my grief after losing some family members. And when I couldn't write anymore, I would go back and read my journal entries and they actually encouraged me. And then the thought came, well, you know, if it's encouraging me, maybe it'll encourage someone else. So hence, I birthed the book. So why do you feel resilience is so important? Resilience is extremely important because there's so much negativity in the world. So you're, you're not going to be able to go through the day-to-day and something not hit you and maybe just knock you off your feet for a minute. That's just life. So if you're not resilient, if you can't bounce back, if you don't have a a sense of toughness to just keep moving, then it's going to be a really, really rough life for you. There are so many things that can hold you back, but how you react to things, how you don't let things just weigh you down, how you let things go and forgive, that resilience is what will just keep you flourishing and thriving, and it will keep you happy. What advice do you have for someone trying to overcome adversity? Adversity is is a tough subject. 
And the, the biggest thing here is reaction. Reaction, so you want to be either proactive or you want to be reactive. I would say stay in the vein of proactivity. Connect yourself with people who are positive. Always speak positive things or get you some mantras that are positive, some I am statements that boost you up, some music that keeps you energized so that when those things come to you, they don't hit you as hard or they don't affect you as hard because you have these things that just keep you uplifted and keep you motivated. And then, you know, find that one friend who can just be there to give you words of encouragement, but you also have to learn how to encourage yourself. Give us an idea of some of the specific subjects you cover in your book. I talk about grief. I talk about infertility, abandonment as a child, dealing with job transformation to the potential of losing your job after 18 years, struggling with becoming a widow overnight, and just ultimately how to deal with the day-to-day and, and you're beating yourself up and you have all this negative self-talk and how you need to turn that thing around and create positivity and walk in your excellence because we were all created to do something great, but we hold ourselves back from those things. So give us an example. How do you bounce back after losing someone you love, let's say? For me, I really wasn't aware of what these stages of grief were, but I did do some Googling, of course, and found out that there are mm, about five common stages. And I started to go through them, and then I got stuck in a few, so I decided to go to grief counseling. And grief counseling helped me to sort out my feelings, to, to understand it was okay to feel what I felt. And it also inspired me to journal. And that journaling was the best thing that I could say ever happened to me. And it helps me to get through those losses so much more easier. So what advice do you have for someone who's struggling with self-confidence? First, get to the root cause of the problem. So what is it that's making you feel that you are lacking confidence? Then you need to start banishing those things that are not true. A lot of times we connect to things and we don't really do some research to determine is it, is it valid? Is it something that is true about yourself or is it something that you just heard and you, you kept it and it's, it's just not true? The other thing is do an assessment of your strengths and your weaknesses. Once you know your strengths, focus on those things you do well and that bring you joy and stop focusing on the negative. And that will definitely help you boost your confidence when you're operating in your strength zone. So what are some surefire ways to attract more love and positivity into your life? Like in the previous question, knowing your strengths is, is a surefire way because then you don't have to focus on the weaknesses. You gravitate to jobs, projects, and people that allow you to, to use your strengths. Be resilient. No one's exempt from adversity, but it's important how you react and bounce back. And resilience builds character and will change the perception of how you view yourself and how others view you. And the last one is banish that negative self-talk. Get rid of that negative voice in your head that's always telling you what you can't do and, and what you're not good enough for and start replacing it with all the things that you're great at and all the things that you aspire to be. Why do you think it's so important to attract positivity into your life? Social media, the news, books, newspapers, it's enough negativity out there. You can just go in a grocery store and bump into somebody and face negativity. So why not attract positivity? Attract those things that make you smile, that make you feel good, that give you that warm, fuzzy feeling. Negativity takes a lot of energy out of you. It's a zapper. Positivity makes you energetic. It makes you you know, put some pep in your step and have some joy in your day. 
So it, it's really important to attract positivity and just shake that negative stuff. So what's your success mantra? And give us an example of how you apply it. Well, there are, there's a Bible verse that I've used for years, and then there's a quote that I developed in the last year or so. So the Bible verse is, I can do all things through Christ, which strengthens me. And that comes from Philippians 4.13. And my, my quote I've developed myself is, when life gives you lemons, make fruit salad. So in a nutshell, what I'm saying here is things happen, but you have to believe in yourself before anyone else can believe in you. And in order to move forward in your life, you have to learn how to not get stuck in situations or play the victim and the woe is me. If it's something that you want, you just have to fight to get it. Regardless of the obstacles, if it was meant for you to have whatever that thing is, that job, that car, that house, that relationship, if it was meant for it to be yours, then just keep striving for it and it will come. It's not an overnight sensation, but it requires work. So don't give up. You can do it all. What's been your most rewarding experience since publishing your book? When people stop me or they email me or they send me an inbox message and, and tell me how much reading my book has been inspiring to them and how it's helped them to now want to pursue a job that they had been looking at that they never would have posted for in the past or when it's telling me that it helped them to now get past a tough situation that they felt was hopeless or there was no hope. So when, when people just thank me for writing and sharing and being transparent, that's what I wanted, and that's the best feeling ever. Did your environment or upbringing play any major role in your writing? Absolutely. Some of the portions, especially in the beginning of my book, start from my childhood. So it had a lot to do with while I went to grief counseling to discuss some deaths that were going on recently in my family. It, it drew me back to early times of my childhood that things that I hadn't resolved, and that helped in this book to share some of those things as well. So how would you describe your writing style? Pretty much personal, um, very transparent, relatable, and very truthful. Now, most authors have one specific reason for writing a book. What was your reason for writing this book? To give hope. There are so many people who, who are stuck in situations and feel like no one understands, no one else has ever been there, and they don't feel they can get past it. And this was just my way of sharing. I've been through some tough times and some rough situations. And the key here is came through those things because I operated from a place of resilience and really exercised my faith. So based on your experience as a writer, what's the one recommendation you would make to authors just starting out? Like the, the Nike sign says, just do it. Don't start saying, well, I'll get to it in six months or I don't have enough information to start writing a book. You have to start somewhere and putting it off is not going to ever get you to a published book. So you need to start creating that outline, start thinking about the titles, and you know, really just set aside specific times, even if it's not daily, but weekly or every couple of weeks to just actually write, even if it's only 15 to 30 minutes, but you just have to get started. What part of your book would you say you personally like best? Now that's a tough question um, because it's, it's a, predominantly about some situations that I've gone through, but when I reflect back on it, I would say for the readers, the part that I think or feel that they will really resonate with is the prayers at the end because I'm praying for others, not for myself. I'm praying for others in the situations that are outlined in the book. Other than selling your book, of course, is there anything else you hope to accomplish with it? 
I hope to be able to just go to various organizations, be they religious or just women's organizations, and share my story, because some of this can help in the corporate as well as the church world. In your opinion, who should buy your book? Those women who have been struggling with tough things such as death, divorce, widowed, children issues, anything that has knocked them back and they feel like they can't recover from it, this book is for them. Do you have a website? I sure do. It is ShaniceMCollins.com. ShaniceMCollins.com. Could you spell your name for us, please? Sure. It's S-H-I-N-E-S-E-M-C-O-L-L-I-N-S. Well, this has been just great. Our guest today has been Shanice M. Collins, and she is the author of Resilient on Purpose. Shanice, thanks very much for being with us today. It was great being here. Thanks for having me. This is Don McCauley wrapping up another edition of The Author Show. Listen to some of your favorite authors every day, 24-7, by visiting theauthorshow.com. Just click on the book title on the player at the top of the page. These interviews are available to book buyers worldwide on demand. If you'd like to be a guest on the show and feel you could benefit by getting in front of your target audience with a high-quality media interview that will make a real impact, visit theauthorshow.com, fill out the form, and we may be contacting you shortly. You can also visit our audio bookstore at theaudiobookmarket.com. Join us here next time for another great book and another exciting author on The Author Show. Thanks for listening to The Author Show. Find out more about authors and their work at theauthorsshow.com. Theauthorsshow.com. Tune in next time to another great author on The Author Show.